Binge the full week of The Ray Taylor Show ad-free over at InspiredDisorder.com slash plus. This is The Ray Taylor Show. Everything, everywhere, all at once is the movie that I have been waiting for ever since the Daniels, the writer-director duo that made this movie, ever since they came out with Swiss Army Man many years ago, was my favorite movie of the year that it came out one of my favorite movies of all time a movie that i've rewatched a million bajillion times uh so i was highly anticipating this second film their follow-up film uh to that movie and let me tell you uh they blew my mind even more with this insane high concept uh action sci-fi comedy mind-bending uh in every way just a stellar film by extremely creative dudes uh a cast that is amazing michelle yo uh kihoi kwan uh, stephanie shu and james hong are the primary characters of this film uh just great performances uh also jamie lee jones is in this uh, uh, Jamie Lee Curtis, Jamie Lee Jones, uh, is in this film. So good all around. Uh, so much fun. So much heart. So much emotion. Throughout this movie, my emotions were doing cartwheels. I was up. I was down. I was simultaneously laughing while I was crying. My emotions were as fractured as the mirrors and glass that were some of the practical effects used in this movie just fractured in every way all of the different versions of myself in all of the different parallel universes were having a kaleidoscope of emotions while watching this film and that is just one of the aspects that i i truly love about this movie and truly love about the daniels uh, how they're able to come up with an extremely creative and original idea and not only balance such a complex idea complex story but also inject so much heart so much humor i would say that the the movies that the daniels put out they remind me in a lot of ways of charlie kaufman but like if charlie kaufman was like a silly goose like this is a charlie kaufman film if charlie kaufman was a silly goose you know it has so much of the 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 vibe of an eternal sunshine of the spotless mind or a schenectady new york like a very unique creative mind-bending type of idea translated into film uh but this movie unlike a lot of charlie kaufman films just just chocked full of so much humor so much humor in like the best way it is like so refreshing like i love charlie kaufman probably my favorite uh, screenwriter his movies as a director it, it's it's a bummer he makes me feel bad inside he he definitely is in touch with the the majority of negative emotions that a human can feel um so i appreciate that on on that level uh but i do also enjoy silly geese and uh the daniels are a couple of silly geese uh who are able to just blend so much humor so much heart so many creative new ideas and to do it in a very do-it-yourself type of a way 
these two guys came from, I believe, uh, animating for Pixar and do everything themselves. Uh, and because they do everything themselves, they're able to, in essence, recreate the machine that makes a movie. So many movies are put into the, the machine of Hollywood, uh, the, the tried and true ways of making mu movies where uh, certain departments do certain things, everything has been proven. Uh, but I am a fan of the idea that there are no rules. There is no spoon to put it in the words of Neo, um, that just because it has never been done a different way doesn't mean there isn't a different way that's not only capable of producing amazing art, but also doing it in a way that's better, better art, uh, and a way that's more conducive to the people who are collaborating in the effort to make the art. Uh, so I appreciate this movie on all of those levels, uh, from the way it was created and crafted, from the way it was executed and realized. Every aspect of this movie I absolutely enjoyed, and I'm going to spoil it, so I highly recommend watching it. Uh, it's been out in theaters forever. Currently, it is the highest-grossing A24 film ever. Uh, which I love that. I love that this movie had such a run in movie theaters through word of mouth. I have not gone to a movie theater since the way back times before the pandemic uh, and don't really have much reason to. Movies tend to come out pretty quick. And this one I was anticipating. I pre-ordered on Apple uh, as soon as it was available. And the moment, the day it came, was released which was the past week uh i was so excited no movie was i more excited to watch than everything everywhere all at once and that was because everybody loved it and i did as well uh which is a high bar when this movie started i was nervous i was nervous because the bar was so high i had heard so many good things about it i avoided spoilers uh, not that, I mean, even if I had listened to a spoiler review of this movie, I have a feeling there would be aspects that I just wouldn't be able to comprehend because there is so much to this movie. But uh, I went in as fresh as possible, and uh, it paid off, and I absolutely like this movie. I started off tentative, and then it just it hit a new level once it started getting going. And then it hits like one, two, three other levels as this movie goes, where it's just like, holy shit. It is like amazing what this movie was able to pull off. Uh, and so many amazing moments in this movie. So rewatchable. I mean, the, the fact that it, it is so complex dealing with the multiverse ideas, which is very kind of popular, trendy type of a topic that, you know, movies are starting to do. You see Disney movies like the Marvel movies uh, dipping their toes into the multiverse ideas. Like the whole multiverse thing is very, very interesting and allows storytellers to break a lot of rules. Like it opens up the possibility for just 
just infinite possibilities uh, with anything. Everything can be connected um, at all times, all at once, everywhere. All of the movies, they're all from the same universe. They're all from our universe. That's how insane just our reality is as we know it right now, that all of these stories, every film is a different story, and they're all connected through our existence. I don't know. Uh, but let's get into it. I, I did hear one of the things I heard leading up to this, that this was uh, initially intended to be uh, a Jackie Chan film. Uh, he was initially written, this movie was initially written for him to be the lead, uh, which I am a huge Jackie Chan fan. And while watching this movie, even knowing that it was, a, I'm sure a lot of aspects of the story were different, this would have been, if Jackie Chan had said yes to this movie, I would say a a big turning point in his career especially with american audiences uh i mean he, his movies that he's done in with the u.s in the u.s are pretty much all kind of the same formula uh and i know jackie chan has talked about wanting to do more dramatic roles i think if he had said yes to this movie it would have it would have utilized all of his skills from fighting to singing to being funny to his ability to be dramatic when needed uh i i think it would have it would have been a new rebirth of jackie chan in in the world but uh he turned it down and the script was rewritten as far as i know and michelle yo was replaced and not only michelle yo but we bring back kihu kwan who's from the Goonies from Indiana Jones Temple of Doom, a guy that's been out of the film industry for decades, uh, coming back, and he is amazing. Everybody in this movie is amazing. Uh, this movie shows their house. They're basically a couple who own a laundromat. They live above the laundromat. Their home is one of the few times where you're watching a movie and the home actually feels like it's lived in. Like, I've been in friends' homes that look like that, that feel like that. It feels like a home that a family lives in, uh, which I just instantly, that's where the movie opens in this home. And it's such a comforting type of introduction to this film uh, to, to be placed inside of a home that feels authentically lived in. I really appreciate that. And now a quick word from our sponsor. Now you can wear The Many Faces, original art by Ray Taylor. Select pieces from the ongoing series of abstract ink paintings. All products made with high quality materials, made right here in the USA. Go to inspireddisorder.com slash TMF merch to browse the entire collection and save yourself an extra 10% when you check out by using coupon code RTS. TMF. So once again, go to inspireddisorder.com slash TMF merch and save 10% when you use coupon code RTSTMF. And now, back to our show. There's a line of this movie that I also love uh, when things start going, when things start getting a little weird. Uh, and, and Michelle Yeoh's character, Evelyn, uh, is, is being recruited by, by an alternate version of her husband, in a different universe, uh, and there's this line he says to her 
that you're capable of every you're capable of anything because you're so bad at everything and that like this version of evelyn has never gotten good at anything and in a lot of ways that just means that she's more of a blank canvas with potential which i love that i, I mean it's kind of a backhanded compliment in a lot of ways but it also fits with the journey that Evelyn's character goes on, where she's tapping into all of these different versions of herself and all these different universes and all these different, like, splintered-off realities as she's made her choices throughout her life, where she's able to draw on those skills and do those things. And that's actually one thing, similarly, you can compare that kind of idea that you're, you're capable of anything because you're so bad at everything, is very similar in a lot of ways to uh, what I've heard from like fighters, from like mixed martial artists or just martial artists in general, that it's a lot easier to train somebody that doesn't know anything than it is to correct the bad habits of somebody that's learned things the wrong way. That it's, it's a lot easier to, to start from scratch than it is trying to fix problems, because... Once people are in the groove of whatever it is, however they've learned a thing, it's so hard to like change that for a lot of reasons. Ego, muscle memory, all of those things. So I really appreciated that line. Really funny, very backhanded, but just another example of like where there's like these deep, meaningful lines, these deep, meaningful moments in this movie but they're still like decorated with a layer of humor, which I, I love that. I love that so much. Um, the practical effects are amazing. Like I said, the fractured glass, mirrors, reflections, a lot of that stuff is utilized. Uh, just a lot of in-camera stuff, a lot of stuff that just relies on good editing. Just like there's definitely some special effects some cg stuff as every movie ever made has these days but it, it has that that level of realness that authenticity that that heart that you get from doing things practically and that is one of the things that i loved about the previous film swiss army man how so much of that was just clearly practical effects it had very much like if this one i compared to uh charlie kaufman if Charlie Kaufman was a silly goose, I would compare their first film, Swiss Army Man, to Michel Gondry, uh, the guy who actually directed uh, Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind, uh, Be Kind Rewind, somebody that's really well-known for doing practical effects, for like building interesting components to his films uh, and music videos that he's done. Uh, I would say uh, th these guys are a combination of that, that like writing ability with Charlie Kaufman, but then with humor injected into it, which I don't know what that ingredient is. That's probably a, an ingredient specific to the Daniels. That's the Daniels sweet secret sauce is adding in that that comedic aspect of it. But the complexity of writing is very Ch Charlie Kaufman-esque. Their directing style is very much Michelle Gondry, I would say, which are, in my opinion, Michelle Gondry directing Charlie Kaufman stuff is probably the best. Spike Jones did some great Charlie Kaufman films also, but like one of the best kind of combinations of talent. Um, and to have it within these guys 
who are so new in their career. And I would say this is a better film than Swiss Army Man. Swiss Army Man, the end is a little bit questionable, a little bit tough. But this movie, from top to... It just keeps getting better and better. By the end of this movie, I was so, like... Because I'd been on such an emotional ride. Just, like, it just felt so good to have gotten through this movie. And it's a movie that has... I think it's over two-hour runtime. Two hours and 20 minutes. I was excited. This is one of the very, very few times where I look at a runtime of a movie and I'm excited that it's over two hours. Because most movies are over two hours and it's just like unnecessary on every level. Unnecessary. I love this movie because the character, because she's being recruited, she, she taps into these other versions of herself and other universes. And she's able to kind of download their skills, to utilize their skills. And the method by which she connects is the most random thing adding to the comedy. But also, the skills that she learns are so seemingly useless that when she implements them in this mission, it is not only creative, but it's like it, it, it makes it so much fun to watch. Like, there's specifically... She, she taps into one of her s versions of herself where she's a sign spinner, where she's on the side of the road spinning one of those advertising signs for, like, you know, come and get your taxes done here. Oh, there's a car wash over this way. And, you know, you watch those videos online, and there are some talented sign spinners. And this version of herself was one of those talented sign spinners. And how it was utilized within the... The, the plot of this film is that she had a riot shield in a melee, this big fight scene that's happening. And the way she's using this, this riot shield is similar to how a sign spin. It is beautiful. And, and it's like you're watching this badass, these badass fight scenes, which Michelle Yeoh pulls off. Uh, Ki Kwan also pulls off like both of these actors i mean michelle yo tried and true proven action movie star uh but even uh kihu kwan his ability to pull off these these action scenes made me feel good made me feel good uh every aspect of this movie like works and it makes me feel so good uh and i appreciate that but the the ability for them to all of these like seemingly random skills that she learns are all utilized all of the universes all of the alternate universes that she goes into even the crazy ones like being a rock having hot dog fingers seemingly pointless seemingly just there to be funny like a family guy episode where it's just like the reference is funny but has really no tie-in with anything it is just a reference like people just laugh because it's a reference that they remember it has nothing to do narratively with what's going on in the show whatsoever whereas this one is like on the surface seems like it's just some random family guy-esque reference which even these aren't like these aren't like nostalgic references these are just super random which is funny in the randomness. It's funny 
the crazy things they do to like slingshot themselves into this new universe to, to bring back the skill. So there's a lot of like wacky randomness involved, but at the end of every aspect of all of the randomness still ends up getting tied together and has a satisfying closure to it like every universe has like a satisfying conclusion to it like there's an arc for all of her versions of herself in all of the different universes that she she gets slingshotted into that she exists in they all have like a satisfying conclusion a satisfying arc there's there's something learned and even the 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 end battle scene is like a fight of compassion like instead of using violence and anger it is using love and compassion to to subdue these people that are after her amazing acceptance is a big theme in this movie um it, it's definitely some dark themes her daughter joy who is like the antagonist of this movie like her character the fact that like she is surrounded by darkness like it is like she's suicidal like just that the the way they're able to articulate depression severe depression within a character and their their kind of their actions in a movie to to illustrate depression is heartbreaking but beautiful and done like it, it's it's done in a way where it like you know on a base simplified level it is like she is the bad guy but she's the bad guy because she's you know she's she's tr she's tried everything she's put everything on the 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 bagel and nothing seems to work she still feels weighted down by this negativity by this depression and because of that, she is the byproduct of that is that she is the antagonist. Gorgeous. There's a moment in this movie, I would warn people, there are credits that show up probably like an hour before the end of the movie. Fake credits. It's because one of her alternate versions are uh, is an actress. And that got me. I was like, wait a minute. Because I knew when I first started watching this, I checked the runtime and I was excited that it was over, over two hours. And then I saw that and I was like, wait a minute, did this fly by? It's like, no, we're just getting started. And I think maybe that could be the change in this movie where it hits that new gear. And it's like, oh, you thought it was just about this? No, no, no. It's not just about her doing these things. It's about how all of those things are blended together. I love it. I love it. Um, there is just amazing fight scenes. There's fight scenes where uh, Waymond, her husband, fights with his fanny pack. Very Jackie Chan. Very, like, so much, like, that, like, I could not help while watching this movie seeing the way these action scenes were kind of, you know, staged and, and performed. Like, they felt like Jackie Chan actions, action scenes. And even... Kihu Kwan kind of has similar like there are certain angles and scenes in this movie where he 
kind of looks like Jackie Chan. Like they have similar facial structures in certain angles, certain lighting. And then he's fighting like with this fanny pack that looks very Jackie Chan. I loved it. There's a butt plug fight where, you know, they have to do crazy things to get slingshotted to learn these different skills. And one of that, there's these trophies in the IRS thing that's like, oh, you best auditor or whatever. And they look like, but when I first saw the statue, I'm like, that looks like a butt plug, which is funny, right? Like, that's just a funny reference that, like, an IRS agent, an auditor, their trophies would look like a butt plug. Like, just on the surface, it's funny. But then, like, later on when it comes back and it's like a thing where these these guys that are attacking Evelyn, they're trying to you know get that trophy up their butt so they can learn some new skill it is a fight where she's trying to keep these butt plug statues away it's hilarious right callback hilarious there is like just the fight scene is great as well so it's like a mixture of like just stupid humor mixed with great action scenes uh but then like narratively it it it's part of the whole thing a lot of fun. Join Inspired Disorder Plus today. Head on over to inspireddisorder.com slash plus to join. Membership includes members-only discounts and deals. You get access to the Ray Taylor Show completely ad-free, as well as bonus episodes. You get access to the complete live painting archive. You also get access to every single podcast ever produced by Inspired Disorder, hosted by Ray Taylor. You get access to Ray Taylor's personal blog, as well as the opportunity to ask me any questions. So if you want to start a podcast, you're into art, ask me anything. And so many more things are being added every day to Inspired Disorder Plus. So sign up today, become a member, head on over to inspireddisorder.com plus and become an Inspired Disorder Plus member today the raccoony which is like ratatouille but with a raccoon that whole like storyline was hilarious the this is by a crazy thing happened this week i watched two movies that were both amazing movies just mind-blowingly in entertaining exciting great movies top to bottom Filled with ridiculousness. Great action. Just like two movies that also, I believe, earned their runtime. But also two movies that feature an adult riding on the shoulders of another adult. Not only does that happen in this movie with the raccoony kind of storyline... But it happens in a movie that I'm reviewing on Friday called RRR. There is, and both scenes in both of these movies where an adult is riding on the shoulders of another adult, I am simultaneously crying, emotionally crying, because it's like a cathartic, it's like, oh my God. But also it's hilariously ridiculous. Like, what I said, where my emotions were like a cartwheel, just completely fractured, feeling multiple different emotions at the same time. The laughter and, like, the emotion, like, happy crying, 
happened in not only this movie where it features Michelle Yeoh on top of this other guy's shoulders, but happens in a movie I'm talking about Friday called RRR. It, like, when that happened, I watched this movie first, watched the other one second. When I saw the shoulder riding scene in the other movie, I was like, how insane is it that I'm living in a reality where I'm going to review two movies and in both of these movies feature an adult riding on the shoulders of an an another adult and in both scenes i am ch getting choked up about to cry because it's emotionally like got me but also equally just hilarious i don't know what world i'm living in but a world where that kind of thing can happen uh, you know, that is one of the small joys of of living in this reality is is little things like that. Uh, there's the scenes where she becomes a rock, where it's her and her daughter and they're both rocks, which is like and it's just rocks. And like their dialogue is just text on screen, like equal parts, hilarious, equal parts, like just super deep emotions going on just like amazing like you could almost do every one of these alternate realities you could do a spin-off show movie of just that like there could be i mean i don't know if you want a, a, an hour and a half long movie about rocks but it could easily be an award-winning short film um amazing the hot dog fingers like i talked about before like so many of these bits on the surface just seem like ridiculous bits. Oh, she accidentally goes into this completely different timeline where people have evolved to have hot dog fingers. And she is in this timeline in kind of like a, a, an emotional relationship with the, the IRS auditor played by Jamie Lee Curtis. Um, and when that first happens like all of these different universes it's like oh that's crazy like the raccoon -y. there's a raccoon on top of a, a chef's head you know controlling him like in ratatouille but all of these things come back around at the end of the movie and they conclude in a way that achieves like this amazing like closure this amazing like arc for all of the different versions of all these different characters um and the hot dog one it's like you know similarly to like the sign spinning it's like what's the point of that but then like you know if your fingers are hot dogs obviously you're going to get good at using your feet so obviously during one of the fights she's using her feet and in that moment it is to give that version of Jamie Lee Curtis's character, Deidre, a hug. Because early on in this movie, another callback, where it's like she needed to say I love you to Jamie Lee Curtis's character in, in like a, an authentic way in order for her to slingshot to another version of herself to get fighting skills. And that moment, that idea of saying, showing love for this person finally came in an authentic way, not only because of the alternate universe of their relationship they have in the hot dog finger things, but also the skill she learned from that universe allows her to give Deidre a hug and say that she loves her. It is like 
layers, man. Layers. Like when I say Charlie Kaufman, but if Charlie Kaufman was a silly goose, I mean it. Like the the ability to write complexity but also inject so much humor, which is so lacking from most Charlie Kaufman films. Um, the Kung Fu finger, like there is a, you know, the Kung Fu scenes that you see of the person training. Obviously, Kill Bill is a great example, but even Kill Bill is just an amalgamation of all the Kung Fu movies. Uh, but in this, she's like working out a single finger in order to get out of like a certain situation where she's being pinned up by a like everything is amazing all at once in this movie um and i love it you know it's about family it's about family accepting each other and loving each other and you know whether you take this movie on just a basic level of entertainment or you are dissecting every aspect of this movie in a critical way, it like it pays off in every single way. In every single way, because it has that balance of like storytelling and humor and and action and acting and relatable characters to just getting into the minutiae of everything and how even getting into the minutia of everything allows this movie to pay off in a big way. Uh, and it's instantly one of my favorite movies of all time. The Daniels are instantly my favorite directors working. Writer, directors working. Previously, Charlie Kaufman. I mean, I still love Charlie Kaufman's stuff. Just very dark. I definitely prefer the silly goose aspects of the Daniels. Um, I cannot wait for what they do. I hope that they are given bigger budgets, but that doesn't change them. I hope they never change. I hope they, they still find a way to maintain their artistic DIY, doing things from scratch, breaking all the rules, type of way that they make movies uh, I think what they're doing is amazing and if the progression that they're on from Swiss Army Man to now doing everything everywhere all at once like I, I can't not be disappointed with whatever they do next I can't, I can't imagine a world where they're able to even top this I, I think they can but at the same time I'm like I'm a little tentative to to truly believe until I see it. Like, I don't want to put that bar so high because I don't want to be disappointed by what they do. And I'm sure they will. If they have a long enough career, there's going to be movies that I don't like. But so far, their trajectory is like, like they're untouchable. There's nobody doing what they're doing. On so many levels... You know, like Charlie Kaufman gets close on like the complexity level and the, the meta nature of it and the layers. But he's lacking, completely lacking in humor. 
there are comedies all over the place, but none of them have the complexity and storytelling that this movie has. There's action movies all over the place, and this may not be the best action movie, but most action movies don't have even a passable story, let alone a complex story. Even action comedies don't get to the point where it's like, I get emotional. Like the combination of things that they're able to do in this movie and pull off, I don't know anybody that's working on that level. Highly recommend it. Obviously, possibly spoil. Obviously, Google eyes. Like I, this movie, on top of everything, makes me want to own googly eyes. And it's not even a big part of the movie. You know? But at some point in my life, I'm going to stick a googly eye in the center of my forehead. I wanted to get some for this episode but obviously that wasn't going to happen i did you know i don't know i'd have to order them and it's like you have to order like three billion of them so it's like i don't i don't need that many googly eyes but it, it it's a movie that hits on every level i can't wait to see what all of these actors do next obviously michelle yo uh james hong jamie lee curtis long storied careers but I can't wait to see what Stephanie Su does next. I can't wait to see what Kihu Kwan does next. Definitely can't wait to see what the Daniels do next. And uh, I hope, you know, out of all of the kind of director duos, they're usually siblings. Like the Fairley brothers, you have the, uh, the, um, God, the, the Cohen brothers. You have the uh, the Matrix siblings. I'm, tr- I'm blanking on their names. The uh, uh, my brain is just shutting off. But you know what I'm talking about. The Wachowski siblings. Like I. Anyway, uh, you know I I would assume a lot of being in kind of a, a director duo like that. There's going to be a point where they're going to get tired of each other. They're probably going to want to do things independently. Very similar to, like, bands. Like, there's a chance these guys are going to break up. Almost inevitable. On a long enough timeline, nothing ever lasts. Like, all of the the sibling director duos have kind of split up. I don't know about the, the Fairley brothers. I don't know if they've done that yet. But almost all of them have split up. And that may even, like, they may not split up because the world may not be ready for what happens when they go independent. But either way, I am ride or die with the Daniels and can't wait for their next movie and highly recommend watching this one. And if you watch this one already, I highly recommend checking out Swiss Army Man. Uh, Definitely a different, the complexity isn't necessarily there, but it has, like, insanely unique ideas tons of heart a lot of comedy uh so i'd highly recommend check and an amazing soundtrack the the soundtrack or score as it were to uh swiss army man is equally amazing as the movie uh so highly recommend checking all that stuff out but definitely buy purchase today 
everything, everywhere, all at once. New episodes of The Ray Taylor Show come out every single day. Subscribe on YouTube and everywhere our podcasts are found. Binge the full week over at InspiredDisorder.com slash plus. Buy Ray Taylor Show merch over at InspiredDisorder.com. And follow the show on Instagram at Ray Taylor Show. Have a wonderful day, everybody. Peace. Ouch! Today is the day where you wake up and you realize that everything that you've been dreaming about, everything that you've been wanting, every goal and wish and hope that you've ever had can become real. Dreams can come true. What you manifest in your mind, you can bring to reality.